My first seven figure business took me six years, but my second seven figure business only took me six months. How and why is that? And how can you take my lessons and apply them to your Etsy shop? If you are new here, welcome back to my channel. My name is Dylan Jarris and I'm an Etsy seller of seven years. I've sold over $1.5 million in revenue on the platform and that's over a million dollars in profit. And my entire background is corporate e-commerce. I work for big companies like Zappos and Zulily and now I teach over 1,400 Etsy sellers just like you how to scale their businesses. And that's with my coaching program where you get coaching from six weeks all the way up to 15 months, you take your pick. So in today's video, I am going to compare these two businesses because there is so much that I would take from both of these and apply if I was building a brand new Etsy shop today. So my first business, it was Etsy. I started it about seven years ago. It took me six years to hit a million dollars in profit. How and why? did it take so long? Number one, hitting a million dollars in profit was not my intention. My intention was really to bring in what would be a full-time salary so that I wouldn't have to get a corporate job again. So that was my only intention. Actually, my goal was to make $100,000 a year by the time I was 30. I always said that was my goal. You know, definitely exceeded that. Probably set the bar a little too low there, but with Etsy, the intention was smaller. And I had no Etsy experience, but I did have other experience that I brought in, which is very similar to my second seven-figure business. I had experience with buying, product development, planning, forecasting, pricing strategy, negotiating, wholesale, right? And the biggest experience I would say that I took from that corporate background is knowing how to pull levers to get to a result and how to reverse engineer a specific financial result. That's something that I've carried with me forever since that experience, specifically at Zappos, because we were managing portfolios that were over $100 million in footwear and apparel and accessories. So without that, you know, I might've gotten to 10 k per month, but I don't think I would have gotten to 40K or 50K per month. Those levers that I pulled in my Etsy shop are things that I learned how to do at Zappos. And with the Etsy shop, I think a big reason that grew a lot slower was not just because I didn't think it was possible, but also because it was all on me for so long. The thing is, I almost wanted it to be all on me for so long. I liked the control. I liked being the one, you know, managing all the pieces and putting together the puzzle, but it was still all on on me, and of course my husband helped me, but I didn't want to relinquish control of the product. I told myself this lie that no one else could do this in this way, in terms of making the product. And that really, I think, was an excuse because I could teach someone else how to do it. It's not rocket science, it's not brain surgery, but it was almost that I held on for so long because I thought it's easier if I just do it myself. I became the constraint of the business. And so I had to figure out ways to deconstrain the business because it was my time that was really limiting us. One way we did that was building out the product mix in a different way so that my hourly wage for certain items was $100 an hour or more. I really was focusing more and more of my time on prioritizing high dollar per hour tasks, which were my high ticket items, my $600 plus items. And I could do about four of those a day production wise, but that only got me so far, right? That only got me to that like 360 to $400,000 a year level. And I was really, really limiting it because I didn't build the team out. I didn't put the infrastructure in place in terms of the people. So I think that's a huge reason why it took me so long. I was afraid to hire people because I was afraid the sales wouldn't be there for the Etsy shop. I was afraid of getting stuck with employees who would have nothing to do. It's really a scarcity mindset, honestly, that I had. And so now with this second business, which is, you know, right, like my coaching business, how did we get that to seven figures? 
figure profit in six months? Well, it's because I put the people in place. I no longer relied on myself. I knew this time around, there's a lot of this that's out of my wheelhouse. I know e-commerce, yeah, but there's a lot in terms of marketing, editing videos and making content and things that wasn't in my wheelhouse. So I brought in the right people at the right time, like early enough, probably even still a little bit too late, but I've brought the people in as we're growing so that the infrastructure is there to allow for that growth. And now we have close to 20 people working on this business, which still is too few. Like we probably need about 30 people working on this business, which is why I'm actually paying for a recruiting agency. So with this business, I realized how important it is to get rockstar players on board, you know, only A players here, so that I don't become the constraint of the business, so that the infrastructure doesn't limit us. Another thing that I did with this business, because I really knew nothing about the course coaching world ever, I hadn't even done a course or done coaching prior to learning how to do this. So I took a course to learn how to build this course. Honestly, if I hadn't done that, I don't know how long it would have taken me, certainly longer than six months. But I honestly don't even think I would have gotten to seven figures if I hadn't learned from someone else who was an expert. Taking the risk to pay an expert to teach me something that would otherwise take me years was like the biggest thing that got this business to grow so much faster than the other one. With the other one, I didn't even have any advice. I just listened to YouTube videos and they weren't even Etsy YouTube videos. You guys, I never watched Etsy YouTube videos and I actually still don't, but I never did when I had my Etsy shop. And it was because I was just applying what I knew because I knew e-commerce. So you gotta know when to listen to people and you have to be able to discern who knows what they're talking about. Because if you listen to the wrong people, you will go down the wrong path for way too long and you're gonna waste so much time and then you're gonna have to start from scratch. So with this second seven figure business, I knew and I had discernment about who knew what they were talking about and I choose my sources and I stay consistent with my sources. If I had tried to listen to everyone with building this business, if I had 30 people saying, do this, do this, try this, you know, it's all gonna be conflicting advice. It is, right? It just is. So sure, there's 30 ways to skin a cat. That's like really morbid, right? But it's true. And I picked my sources and I stayed consistent with the path. And now the thing is, when I took that course to learn how to build this course, there were a handful of other people taking that program. I can say like the results are all not the same across all of us. And it's really because something can be a great program and a great course, but it's up to you, the user, to implement it and to run with it and to stay consistent with it. So someone could give me these tasks and they could say, okay, start posting about Etsy content once a day on social media. I take that and I go 10X. Okay, I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna post 10 times a day on social media. So it's almost like I took what they give me and I just go maximum level maximum effort, harder than I saw anyone doing. And I was confident and I trusted the process because someone else had done the trial and error for me. You can pay to learn faster. You really can. And I did that with the second business and thank God, because we would definitely not be here today if I hadn't. Now, a common, common thing I had for both businesses was a why, a strong reason why. My first why for the first business, which is Etsy, was really to replace a full-time salary so I could work for myself and be home because I was 
was going to be having a baby and I did not want to be commuting and putting a you know six week old in daycare. That was my why for the first business. Also to prove to myself that I could do it when other people told me, mm, you should take the like safe corporate job. I feel like I had a chip on my shoulder, which was also a good motivation. And then for the second business, I also had a couple of strong motivations. I think I'm going to make a future video about this, but I haven't actually shared this on YouTube. In general, my big reasons why for this second business was my health, which I'll get more into in another video, but also being able to leverage my experience to have a much bigger impact because I was getting really good at it. I was really, really good at Etsy. I was really good at e-commerce, but I was keeping that to myself. I love building businesses. I knew I could help other people do this, or I could choose to just do it for myself. And now it's interesting, but once you start doing something, once you start having an impact, it really fuels your motivation. Once I help 10 people, you're like, wow, you're changing my life. Okay, I'm gonna help like 10 more, 100 more, a thousand more, right? So building businesses, it is, I mean, I love building businesses and now I get to help, you know, over a thousand people do that. I hope to help thousands of people do that for themselves because if you can have a bigger impact, why not have a bigger impact? So I really feel like the second business is really a calling because I'm not just helping my family. I'm helping literally like over a thousand families and I have the platform now to help like thousands of people I can help now, which really feels just much more purpose-driven for me because you know I really believe God gives us all talents and abilities and strengths and weaknesses. And I feel just so strongly aligned with this that when I see the results coming in, right? Like I know I post these results like every day, right? You'll see on the community tab, you'll see on Instagram, you'll see like over a hundred videos of these results. And when I see those coming in, it just makes me remember like, this is why you're doing this. It's not just, you know, okay, I have to get up to fulfill my own Etsy orders, right? Cause that's, you know, customers are going to be mad at me. But now it's like, okay, I have like a thousand plus people counting on me and I have like close to 20 employees counting on me and their families counting on me. It's overwhelming on, honestly sometimes to even think about it like that. I'm able to impact so many more people. That is a big why that really fuels me and it makes me feel limitless really. And the final thing that has really made this growth different in my second seven figure business is the way I view money. It's completely different now. Before when I'm doing just the Etsy shop, right? And obviously Amazon Shopify, I'm like, okay, money is, it's going to help us invest in more real estate, pay for the kids college, right? We're going to put it into the 529 plans and it's going to alleviate any thought about, can we do this? Can we do this? That's how I viewed money as like a tool for financial freedom. Well, now I have much more of an abundance mindset, to be honest. To me right now, money is a tool to have a bigger impact, to build something that's sustainable in long-term. It's like a lever, right? Cash, right? You just put cash into something and it's a lever you can pull to make something more consistent, make something more scalable, have a bigger impact. And I didn't look at money that way before. Before with just the Etsy shop, I was like, okay, you know, I did a lot of floral stuff. So I thought, okay, I gotta, you know, get my cost down. I have to get my overhead down. I'm gonna negotiate instead of like 40 cents per flower head, because we would do a lot of custom ordering of flowers from Taiwan. I'm gonna see if they'll get me to like 33 cents, right? It was like, it was fun negotiating, right? Like that was one of my favorite things to do in my corporate e-commerce role as a buyer was negotiating, it was a little bit of a scarcity mindset. And now I look at it as, okay, money is a tool to deploy, to accomplish different things. If you want to get to certain levels, you have to spend money. So I'd much rather spend money to then make way more. Like the idea of an ROI is just much different now. Before an ROI is, okay, I can buy a flower for 33 cents and sell it for $2.99. Well, now an ROI is I can pay a recruiter $15,000 to save me the time and energy and effort 
effort of recruiting a great operator for this business and it's gonna buy me my time back and also make it more scalable. It's gonna be able to 5X, 10X this business by putting money in. So money is really just a tool and money no longer really feels like the end goal, which is interesting, you know, in the second business. We're not doing it for money. I feel like we're doing the second business for impact, which if anything, it just tells me, wow, like we got to a place of such financial freedom that the reason we do it is different now, which is an interesting shift. I hope this video was somewhat interesting. If you are interested in our help with your Etsy shop, with building your business, with creating financial freedom, right? Which really just means options. Feel free to reach out to us or just subscribe to the channel. We put out tons of videos, free videos, content for you to add value and help you get your business to that next level. All right, I'll see you guys in the next video.